Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Hey, hey, welcome back, everybody. How y'all doing? What's happening? Hello. Hello. It's Tuesday. Oh, okay. Tuesday is always very long. You day. sound about as enthusiastic as Fritch. Is Tuesday also your favorite day of the week? Tuesday is my favorite day of the week, yes. Oh. I go, go, go. I go a lot of places. I'm in the car a lot today. Well, be careful oh. today. It's supposed to rain. I know. All yeah, it's going to be a mess. yucky yeah. day to be driving. Heavy rain. I think today tomorrow, right? Just crap. Yeah. Heavy rain, standing water, uh, snow changing over late tonight. So the commute tomorrow morning is going to be fun. Temperatures near 50 today and then falling into the 30s on Wednesday. Uh, and look for isolated slicks spots tomorrow as well. As you're sure. in. No, thank so, you. Just a mess. Uh, we'll see you high, though, today. Again, near 50 right now. <laughs> Balmy. It's 38. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's something. I saw next week it's going to be in the single digits, you guys. Yeah, so a week from today... On Tuesday of next week, mm-hmm. when we come back from our three-day weekend, we will be welcomed <laughs> with a six-degree high. How about that? I'm already when not I feeling well. Get my turtleneck. <laughs> I get my turtleneck out. I feel a tickle. Scarves. I feel like something's going around. Long underwear. <laughs> yeah. That's when it's the hardest to get out of the bed. So break out the Under Armour because you're going to need it. Here we go. That's right. Uh, we got a lot to get you caught up on this morning. Jimmy Kimmel ripping into Aaron Rodgers hard last mm-hmm. night on Jimmy Kimmel Live. Also, the hot female star Kylie Jenner wouldn't let Timothy Chalamet take a selfie with. Mm-hmm. Did you see the way they were looking at each other at the... They're in love, Jeff. Did it look like love to you, Jeff? No judging. It looked like a performance. <laughs> Did it? Actually. Is she that good of an actress? No. Yeah, I, I think all of them are. Yeah. I, think they're, I think they're good enough. Yeah, they, they pass. And Purple Rain, the musical, first E! News of the day. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com surgery has an art jen and fritch's favorite day of the week <laughs> you're yeah. making it better 
You're welcome. All right, Purple Rain, the musical. Also, the hot female star Kylie Jenner felt a little insecure about at the Golden Globes. Would not let Timothy Chalamet take a selfie. I don't know. Was that before or after they were just kind of looking at each other longingly into each other's eyes? Very sweet. You are not going to make fun of that relationship. We'll get to both those stories here in a minute. But first, let's begin this hour's E-News with Jimmy Kimmel versus Aaron Rodgers. All right. So, Jimmy, of course, this isn't a huge surprise. Jimmy uh, totally went off on Aaron Rodgers on his show last night for suggesting he was associated with Jeffrey Epstein. And he went at him pretty hard. Uh, I'm not sure which clips you have because there is a lot here. Well, let's begin with. uh... He started with I spent years doing sports. I've seen guys like him before. Aaron Rodgers is a very high opinion of himself because he had success on the football field. He believes himself to be an extraordinary being. Aaron Rodgers has a very high opinion of himself. Because he had success on the football field, he believes himself to be an extraordinary being. He genuinely thinks that because God gave him the ability to throw a ball, he's smarter than everyone else. The idea that his brain is just average is unfathomable to him. We learned during COVID, somehow he knows more about science than scientists. A guy who went to community college, then got into Cal on a football scholarship and didn't graduate, someone who never spent a minute studying the human body is an expert in the field of immunology. He just put on a, he put on a magic helmet and that G made him a genius. It's, Aaron got two A's on his report card. They were both in the word Aaron, okay? <laughs> Man. Yeah. It's feisty. Well, this is how we ended it. If you are a member of a group that think it's okay to randomly call someone a child molester because you don't like what that person has to say, maybe you should rethink being a part of that group. Yeah. And- Congratulations to Aaron Rodgers, who has done the impossible. He made the New York Jets look even worse. (laughs) Okay. I know. So, so Aaron, so Aaron Rodgers is going back on the uh, Pat McAfee. He's yeah. Okay. To discuss this further, was that the deal? I don't know. I'm not sure what. Uh, well, after all of Aaron that, is going to talk about. He's going to have. Something I want to hear more from him. Yeah. I know. I know, and I'm sure he will. You know, he's been happy to talk about his. I, this is my thing. When I hear Jimmy do this, I Don't I'm like immediately it. turned off. Yep. I'm like, you're taking the low road, and you are sounding a lot like the person you are describing. All of the things that you're accusing Aaron of doing, you look guilty of. Well, me. I felt like he made his point. On X, and I thought he was just going to leave it there. Mm-hmm. Like, Mm-mm. you made your statement. Now let it go. And now on with the show. Because now you've just made it bigger. Yeah, now but he has just to roast him. Something. I mean, that's kind of like a roast of Aaron Rodgers right there. He picked everything negative about him. But what yeah, he th- did get a few laughs out of it. Though. What do you think well, Aaron should uh, do now? Can. Do you think he should just say, sorry, let's be done? I doubt that he will. I think he will most likely defend himself. I think everybody just needs to shut up in this case. I really do. <laughs> I, do I, 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 agree I think with both you. of them do. I agree. Yeah. 
We'll see. We'll like, see what Aaron, he Aaron, don't talk about Jimmy. Jimmy, stop talking about Aaron. <laughs> Look out your own window. Uh-huh. Yeah. I am going to separate you two. Yeah. One in each corner. Honest to God. Yeah. I, I don't care who started it. Just stop. Yeah. yeah stop talking. Yeah. Uh, okay. First of all, this may not be true, but we all love a little juicy gossip. So let's dive in. Kylie Jenner. We have heard from more than one source at the Golden Globes that she refused to let her boyfriend, Timothy Chalamet, take a selfie with Selena Gomez at the Golden Globes. Now, why would she do such a thing? There was a moment during the ceremony that was caught on video where Selena went over to another table to chat with Taylor Swift and Kaylee Sperry, who I guess is the wife of Miles Teller. Yes. Okay. She's in those. She was in that Pepsi commercial with him, if you remember that, when they were dancing around the living room. Okay. They're all friends. So-called lip readers claim to have deciphered what they were talking about. And they say Selena was telling her girls that Chalamet refused to take a picture with her. And people on the internet are speculating that it was Kylie who shut the photo down. You only take selfies with me. (laughs) No one else. Or I don't want you taking a selfie with her. Yeah. Um, I don't want you to be in any picture. She's okay because she's fat. But not her. (laughs) Now, do you think that... No, I don't know. I'm just... The reason <laughs> you can see that, yeah, you can reason, see that, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, do you think the reason was that she, you know, was would was jealous or insecure, or do you think that she was thinking that that picture of Selena with Timothy might get more likes than any pictures no. that were posted what? about? I think everything under the Kardashian the umbrella is strategic. Yeah, well, they have like previous beef, though. Do you remember? It was last year, I think, when. Kylie Jenner and Haley Bieber were rumored to have been attacking Selena via silence. Like they were posting pictures like Selena Gomez put up a picture of her eyebrows or something like that. Like I shouldn't have plucked my eyebrows so much. And then Selena and Kylie were like posting pictures or not Selena. um, Haley and Kylie were posting pictures of their eyebrows. And it was supposed to be like a dig at Selena because, you know, Selena used to date Justin Bieber. I don't know. So there's all this, like, past little... Well, Selena and Timothy shared a kiss in the 2020 movie A Rainy Day in New York. And they have a history. They know it each was, other. You know, it was pretty... Pat- I mean, it was a pretty hot kiss, so maybe Kylie is threatened by this... You know, there's this maybe chemistry. chemistry vibe that they have when they're in the same room. And so she just wants to keep them separated. But those two look like they only have eyes for each other. I mean, Timothy and Kylie could not be separated. That's why it felt like a performance to oh. me. It felt like they were compensating. One of them was compensating <laughs> in that moment. That's why I brought it up. But a source close to Selena claims they were not talking about Chalamet. And Selena never even saw or spoke to him Sunday night, according to that source. Mm. Interesting. I did see Kylie kept playing with Timothy Shell and May's necklace, though. Did you guys see that? She just kept, like, 
playing with this. I love your necklace. I love it. Yeah. Can I get a picture of that (laughs) necklace? I want you to give it to me. (laughs) Those two, like, I don't know, man. He seems pretty smitten with her every time they're around each other. We fall hard. Yeah. (laughs) And then it's over. How old is she now? 24, I think, something like that. How long have they been together? Oh, those two have been together months, like yeah. not forever, but but a bit. But like in the she's Kardashian 26. universe, this is a long time. Oh God, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. She's twenty six. Well, God. he was at Christmas. I mean, he spent Christmas at their big shindig party, and he was there with her. And the two of them have been. They went to concerts together where they were making out. I mean, they don't make it super over-the-top public. They kind of, like, sneak around and do things. If he's not ready to be a dad, he better be treading carefully with those girls. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's how they stay relevant is they mm-hmm. just keep breeding. Yep. Congratulations. Well. You're a dad. That's what? You're part of season 420. You're a Kardashian dad. Well, she's got two kids already, so he's definitely probably is. I mean, he was at Christmas, so he had to meet them already. Wow, I forgot she's got the kids. Mm-hmm. Ah, Stormy and Wave, right? <laughs> I think that's their names. Tornado and <laughs> Tsunami. Um, Broadway, here we go. Latest big idea is a stage musical based on Princess Purple Rain. I think this sounds great. amazing. This sounds I mean, incredible. Yeah, that's one of the greatest albums of all time. So, is this going to be one of those shows where they write the show around his music? Well, no. This like is Mamma Mia. No, this is a Purple Rain. They're telling this story. It's the original, original film and album. They say we can't wait for a new generation to discover Purple Rain. And for lovers of the original film and album to experience its power once again this time live. That's so cool. So the original movie came out in 1984, won Oscar for Best Original Score. So hmm. I just remember thinking Prince was the sexiest thing. We just thought he was so hot. <laughs> Oh my God! I never thought he was that hot, prince. but I remember watching this movie with my old, my sister who's older, and just when he rode away on the motorcycle every time, uh-huh. it was just really hot. It's like I don't he's know so why. cool because he's only like four foot one or I something know. like that. <laughs> I've never seen this movie. Is I mean, I know the whole oh. soundtrack. Is the movie good? No, it's not. No, the soundtrack it's is the win. Okay. I mean, if I'm you watched it, it like just it's, get... it's the worst acting of all time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. and what's the yeah. guy that does the bird? Oh, Morris Day in the yeah. time. <laughs> oh, they're great. Oh, Morris yeah. in it. Uh, yes. Okay. He is, so that's a really he's a really horrible actor in it, but he's in it and it kind of Oh, they all it, are. Yeah. Prince is a terrible actor. Who's the girl that played the She's probably the best. That Apollonia. 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 She's probably the best out of all of them. Yeah. So we're going for the music when this is oh, on. Yes. Yes. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, and the lake scene. But you should see it. <laughs> I'll watch it. I'm not anti. It. I just never yeah, yeah. had the chance to yeah. watch it. Definitely. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hi. Hi, welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you this morning? I'm doing good. How are you? Excellent. Doing great. So here are your three headlines you know. You can figure out the real one. Going to go see Mean Girls tonight at Newport on the Levee. And we're going to throw in, we're just going to throw it in, a $250 gift card to Mitchell Salon and Day Spa. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. There you go. Oh, yes. Here we go. Here's the real one A. Woman drinks two bottles of wine, then goes swimming in restaurant's fountain. Is it B? A drunk guy got stuck in a decorative urn and had to be chiseled out? Or C? Man riding a horse to the bar tells cops he was too drunk to drive. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Um, I am going to go with C. Did you say B? I did say B. You did. (laughs) All right. Well done. That's it. Look at you. (laughs) Yeah, a guy in Alabama had a few too many on New Year's Eve and got himself stuck in a decorative urn, which is basically it's like a big planter with no plant in it. Okay. <laughs> his name is Connor Paget, and he looks. I'm guessing he's like in his early to mid twenties. He went to a party in Mountain Brook, Alabama. Yeah. About eighty miles north of Montgomery, and it almost seems like a work event because of how people were dressed up for it. And I guess he thought it would be funny to climb into this decorative urn <laughs> outside. <laughs> And crouch down inside of it. Uh, oh, no. But yeah. once he got in, he couldn't get out. And a bartender at the party live tweeted the whole thing as his friends are trying to help him. You got one video that shows him on his side struggling to work his way out mm-hmm. while people try to help him. Oh, no. And it... <laughs> I mean, it went from, like, fun and games to stressful pretty quickly. I'm doing everything I'm doing! You got it, Connor. You got it. You did it. Give me all you can do it. You really can. You really can. Connor, this yeah. is an HR issue. Honey. You're going to be there the next one. Y'all going to have to find a camera. Look at you. Oh, my God. Look at you. Yeah, the second video shows the lead-up where everyone still thought it was funny, but then it skips to the end and shows someone chiseling him out with a hammer. (laughs) The bartender who live-tweeted the whole thing said once Connor was out, he walked around the party pantsless for a while because he may have lost his slacks during the ordeal. But there's a photo of Connor posing with the broken urn, and he does have his pants on along with a fresh drink in his hand. Oh, yeah. You know, he hadn't had enough at that point. Yeah. Quick break. Coming up, your Kelly Clarkson code word. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
on Q. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 102. When are we going on our second date? You said you'd call me. How long should I wait? Shannon is in need of a second date update this morning, and we're going to do our best to help her. Hi, Shannon. Hi, guys. It's so great to talk to you. You too. Well, we appreciate you placing your faith in us. Yeah, I've been a fan of you guys for a super long time, and I love second date update. <laughs> um, but I always hoped I would never end up on one, and here I am. So. A lot of people say that. Well, we'll, we'll see yeah. what we can do. Thank you. So... The deal is, I met this guy at a party at my friend's house. It was just like a bunch of super drunk people watching football. <laughs> nice. Well, and he like started hitting on me, like in the middle of the first quarter, kind of. Mm-hmm. And we ended up leaving together. And he spent the night at my place. And he left early the next morning. And I don't know, I, I feel a little weird about it, but... I don't usually do stuff like that. Of course you don't. Of course. I don't. <laughs> we would never assume no. you do. And I'm sure he told you he doesn't yes. either. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, well. <laughs> but what happened was there was like this, I felt this instant like chemistry and connection, you know? Mm-hmm. He was just like saying all the stuff to me, like how attractive and sexy I was and how also like I was the type of girl he would take home to his mom and like he said stuff like he'd never get tired of looking at my pretty face even after 50 years of marriage and all this stuff oh that's pretty and is he saying this stuff to you before or after you guys you know both but also before like and also after like the whole time Hmm. you Hmm. know and he stayed over and he gave me a huge kiss when he left. And, like, I just, not once did I think I wouldn't hear from him. But he, like, hasn't called or texted. And he also hasn't responded to any of the texts that I have sent him. So I just don't know what the deal is, you know. And I feel really stupid for, you know, at this point for buying into the line. So I just, I need to know what's going on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So do you you want to know what's going on? You want an opportunity to confront him? What if he just, he's got some excuse like, oh, you know, my dog died or I had to go help my grandmother with something or a relative died? Oh, no. I mean, if he has like, gosh, if his dog or his grandma had trouble, fine. I understand. I just, I want to know what, the, what happened because I, I just would hate to think I was being played so hard like that. Yeah. Have you ever been played like that before? I mean, I've been played, but not like this. This seems really sincere. All right. I'm hoping. Well, why don't we take a break? When we come back, we'll call Peter and try to figure out what's going on there. Hopefully he's willing to talk to us, and assuming he is, we'll do that next.
Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Shannon met Peter at a at a party at a friend's house, and everybody was drinking. They were watching football, and this guy started hitting on her as early as the first quarter. Look at that. He's not messing around. He's got it going on. He's a good-looking mm-hmm. guy. Mm-hmm. He's charming. Mm-hmm. She felt an instant... Chemistry, connection. Yeah, I was going to say connection. Yeah. Definitely felt chemistry. You know, we talk about beer goggles. I sometimes wonder if those those connections of so-called chemistry are enhanced under the influence of alcohol. And I'm going to assume yes. Say probably yes a little bit. They went back to her place, and she did something she doesn't normally do. Invited him in. Yep. Again, a, a situation where it felt more than just a hookup. Really felt that chemistry before and after. So she was a little surprised when she didn't hear anything from him after, especially after she tried to reach out. She's regretting the fact that she may have been played here, but she feels she is owed an explanation directly from him, and that's what we're going to try to do. And I think it's very brave of you to pick up the phone to call us and be willing to put yourself out there and have us call him live on the radio after you gave it up on the first night without much of a, you know... Yeah, you know, you just, boom, come on over, babe. And I know you never do that. So that would make it even I worse. Know. Yeah. Yeah. The one yeah, time the I, one time in your life you do it, and it goes I sideways. Know. It's just not right. Come on. Yeah. Thank I hear you. you. All right, let's call Peter and see what's up. Okay. Hi, can we speak to Peter, please? This is Peter. Who is this? It's Jeff and Jen at Q102. Peter, how are you this morning? I'm not familiar. We host a, co-host a radio show on Q102, and we were hoping you'd be willing to come on our show and over the phone and just chit-chat with us for a little bit if you're willing. Promise it won't take too long. I'm just not sure why you were calling me, honestly. Well, we have a mutual friend. We spoke with your friend Shannon, who you met at a recent party. You guys were hanging out at a friend's house. You were watching some football, and it was our understanding you went back to her place and hung out a little bit. And and then disappeared off the face of the earth. So don't misunderstand. This is not meant to be an ambush, but she really enjoyed getting to know you and was disappointed when she didn't hear back from you, and we just wanted to check in and get your thoughts on Shannon and whether or not you think there's any chance of you two meeting up or seeing each other again. You do remember the encounter, right? Yeah, I do remember the encounter. I'm just confused because I'm home right now, and I just, I don't know. I'm a little confused right now why she's calling because I just thought it was a one-time thing. Ah. What? Okay. Well, I could see there's a bit of a misunderstanding here, and and maybe it was a one-time thing, but she seemed to think there was some chemistry there between the two of you that led her to believe that there might be the opportunity for more than just a one-time thing. I don't know. I told her that I had to go back home. Like, I live in Phoenix. You live in Cincinnati, and I didn't think that you thought that this would be a thing that would be able to work. 
Phoenix. You told me you lived on the west side. No, I never told you anything about me living there. Like, my cousin lives on the west side, and I was just staying with him. No, 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 no. You said you were from here. You misled me. You said you're like a big Bengals fan. And you were talking about how you lived here and you wanted to see me again and all this stuff. You've like, got a 513 area code in your phone. How Did you once live out here and then move to Phoenix? Yeah, I moved for work a few years ago. And now I was coming back to visit family. And I thought it would be like fun to watch the Bengals game. And I don't know. I just thought she was attractive. And I thought she knew the whole situation because I told her. I feel like I told her. Maybe I didn't. I'm misremembering things now, I guess. It was You're alcohol. so misremembering things. You said stuff about seeing me again and like living here and... Oh, my God. You totally misled me. I feel like women remember so much more from these drunken conversations than guys yeah. ever do. Yeah. And I, I think men have a, have a tendency to leave out certain details here and there, even though they think they may have been clear in their communication. Are you sure? Because I'm, pre- I I, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I told you. Yeah. No. Uh-uh. Oh, this is... Man, come on. You can't do that to people. So you would not have taken him back to your place and slept with him if you knew he lived in Phoenix. Is that correct? I mean, we might have gone, you know, we had the instant chemistry and stuff, but, like, he really laid it on thick, and I thought we were going to, like, hang out. I wouldn't, I probably would not have done what I did. So now I feel just kind of gross. Yeah. I'm sorry. You would not tell people that aren't true. Okay, but we had a fun time, and I didn't make any promises to you. I just, I honestly think you're overreacting right now. Whatever. Uh, I'm over it. I got my answer. It sucks. I'm sorry, Shannon. Thank you. Ugh. I learned my lesson. (laughs) You'll land on your feet. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's not the end of the world, but I just feel, like, really kind of gross right now. I hear you. I get it. All right, well, best of luck to you in the future. Thank you. Thank you so much, guys. I still love your show. Hopefully I won't be on it again, though. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be up to you. (laughs) Hopefully under better circumstances. Yes. All right. Take it easy. Thank you. Yep. If you need a little help with a second date update, just send us an email. Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. All right. Coming up, the, the door plug off of that Alaskan Airlines plane has been found along with. What? A working iPhone that fell 16,000 feet. Oh, my God. This is the craziest story. Otterbox. News that (laughs) didn't make the news. We have all the details. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Cincinnati's Q102. All right, before we get to those stories, uh, let's begin with a story that actually did make the news, although there were some interesting aspects of it you may not have heard. We have some updates on that crazy emergency landing that the Alaska Airlines flight made last Friday after a hole opened up alongside of the plane. Uh, The so-called door plug 
which is that refrigerator-sized panel that ripped off, was found. Uh, it was discovered in the backyard of a Portland-area teacher named Bob. Bob. Lucky Bob. Yes. <laughs> Finders keepers. He found the piece of the plane and called the authorities. The National Transportation Safety Board says uh, they've gone to collect the door and analyze it to learn more about what went wrong. Hmm. Here's the interesting part. Two cell phones have also been recovered from the plane, which were apparently sucked out after the hole ripped open at, remember, this was 16,000 feet. One of them was an iPhone that was perfectly intact and working. It was even open to a baggage claim receipt. That is mind-blowing, was isn't it, an, it? Did it have an otter case? That's yeah, what I thought. Otter, otter box. box. And if it does have an otter box, they better be. <laughs> I got an otter box. Pictures of that. It does pretty well. Is that I an otter box? Yeah. I couldn't tell from looking at otter it. Otter box. If, yeah. If that was an otter brand box, or if that was just some other case they had, what they had used. I just have a silicone thing that yeah. I've always. used. I used to do that. I used to have the really big clunky otter boxes. Had it on our iPads too, and it, they're pretty sturdy. Yeah. So uh, anyway, all the way around. that's amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, like since the story was not a tragedy, very well could have been. But since it wasn't, could that potentially be used in a future marketing campaign? Because, I mean, how many how many people do you know who've dropped their phone from like three or four feet and the thing oh, shatters? Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Yes. This thing got sucked out of a airplane for 16,000 <laughs> feet and still fully <laughs> functional. That's crazy. I drop mine in the parking lot every day. <laughs> yeah, I drop mine a lot in three years. Yeah. Meanwhile, wedding venues can be crazy expensive, so I'm surprised we don't see this kind of thing more. Or, or maybe it's a new trend, and we will. A coffee shop in Indianapolis called Mansion Society is in the news after a couple held a pop-up wedding there and did not ask permission. They just showed up. With 20 to 30 guests. Did they all buy coffee? Didn't say anything. And a pastry? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, they they uh, they just started the ceremony in one corner of the store, which the owners weren't wild about because it made it difficult for the actual paying customers to place their orders. Oh, man. Oh, gotcha. So this party, I guess, had an efficient... And their photographer told a barista to wait five minutes when they asked them to stop blocking the door. Like, they were blocking the door, and they're Mm -hmm. like, excuse me, can you please not? The photographer was like, can you wait five minutes? Can you wait five minutes? And they're like, no. Yeah, I'm just trying to get coffee. (laughs) you You don't get to just come in here and squat. Now, the owners say they didn't stop it because... They were worried that footage of them interrupting a wedding would go viral and then the internet would cancel them. Okay. So they posted a video after initially deciding not to because they didn't want to shame the couple online, but eventually opted to post the footage after the bride and groom refused to admit that they did anything wrong. Oh, wow. Mm. The entitlement here is what is so... Unsettling. Yeah. Well, and here's what else. The coffee shop does host private events, but they, you know, they schedule it ahead of time and they charge a $500 fee. 
Oh, so they were doing like a workaround. Yeah, they were trying paying. to do it for free. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, That's shady too. So once the bride was shamed for it, she came around and offered them two hundred dollars. When they said no, the full amount is five hundred dollars. She called that unreasonable. So now you got people online debating whether a sudden pop up wedding like this is, you know, is is this a big deal? Was this rude? Uh, the whole thing lasted about 20 minutes, but, I mean, that's a 20-minute disruption where your customers can't get into the store. You know, they can't get their coffee because you got this going on. Yeah. I mean, were you they regular people... customers there? I mean, did they know them? Why did they choose this place for their venue for a pop-up? Yeah. You would almost think, I mean, if they loved it so much that they were in there all the time and the employees would know them. You know what I mean? Right. No, you're right. Well, the, the entitlement too. to me, the entitlement is just mind-boggling. Yeah, I mean, you can't just the fact that you think that's okay. That's not your place. I Mm-mm. mean, pick any wedding, pick a fancy hotel that does weddings all the time. Right. You can't just show up on a Thursday afternoon with a large group of people and walk into one of their ballrooms and have a wedding. Yeah. True. <laughs> you know, you well, especially since that. like this place will let you do it for five hundred exactly. bucks. You're just scheming. Mm-hmm. That's five hundred cool. bucks is a really good deal. For yeah. That. You're not yeah. kidding. A coffee shop wedding for five hundred bucks. I bet you get unlimited coffee and some Gums, sort and, and some sort of like mm-hmm. cookie. Yeah. Like but, a biscuit. Let, let, let's say that they had just showed up at a hotel and did a pop-up wedding for free. Not that that's any more right, but you didn't. You you didn't do it at a major hotel that had space that would have suffered less disruption than a, than a small business mom and pop mm-hmm. that's, you know, probably working on a, on a pretty thin margin. Right. Trying to make it happen. Yeah. And you know, you got these entitled a-holes right. coming in and blocking the door. And, right. And then refusing to pay, like. Like, come on. Yeah. Who are you? What are you doing? Who do you think you are? <laughs> anyway, that's my position. Yeah. So we'll see what the court of the internet decides. Mm-hmm. Or if this is going to become a new thing I now just, where people I... just. I just can't even imagine. Like, if I were a guest, if I were one of those 20 people, with I would have been so uncomfortable the entire time. Yeah. I would have been like, guys, come on, let's go. I'm really, Get out of here. Oh. What are, you, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. So, wait, you're telling me they had no idea we were coming? What? And you, you usually have to pay for this? Um, yeah. Guys, run to the we car, should, run. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. You're we could right. all chip in. We could cough up some money and compensate them. And, I wonder yeah, if the know. guests knew at all. Like, what if you just showed up? Like, they sent out the invite and yeah, said, they "Come to the Jeff and shop. Kristen are getting married at Duncan at five thirty. Oh, that sounds great! And then they just don't know about it. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Jeff and Kristen run on Duncan. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, at least we'd be offering a promotional opportunity there. You Did know? you guys yeah. even have the uh, the little jug at your wedding? You know, the little what is that the the box that you can buy? Oh, the cup, the, the box Duncan of jugs. Box, the <laughs> box of yes. Did you even have that at your wedding, Jeff? That's funny. No, flacking. Yeah. <laughs> okay, if you're thinking of becoming a plant parent, why not choose plants with healing properties? Uh, we have a list here of nine medicinal plants that you can grow indoors according to plant biology specialists Mm -hmm. and i'm not talking about the five leaf plant that's not the one you smoke right (laughs) 
Uh, here they are, aloe vera. Aloe vera. You can grow aloe vera sure. indoors. It can be used for burns and skin irritations. Um, yeah, I thought it was a lifesaver for me. I got a really bad sunburn in high school. Aloe vera is great stuff. It really is. Uh-huh. And it can also be taken to help with digestion. I've done that before. What do you mean? Like eat it? No, like you can like mix. They, there's different companies that sell like a like a concentrate of it, and you mix it with water, and you kind of just do a little shooter of it. I drink oh, nice. aloe. I yeah. drink aloe vera water every day. Well, I do love times. that. It like I, coats your insides. Your entire it, your yeah. entire digestive tract. If you have any issues with you know reflux or anything like that, but a specific kinds. I mean, some of them are filled with sugar and gook. Mm-hmm. George's aloe vera water. I just I've eat the whole plant the for lunch every day. There you go. <laughs> nibble on it yeah, there, really there is a restaurant in Colerain, good snack food um called el trompo and when you order their carne asada they bring it out as like a big giant cactus a grilled piece of cactus is a part of the meal just squeeze the mm. aloe and, and so drizzle good. it on mm. how do you know what good aloe water is though you just read the you just take a look at it, see if it's pure aloe if it's got if sugar. the first if they add sugar starts with an x or I mean, I have I have some of George's here in the refrigerator that I keep here. Yeah, it's supposed to, according to a doctor. I like mine with guar gum. <laughs> <laughs> some <laughs> people like it with the pulp. Sometimes Red five and pulp yellow forty seven. Yeah, yes. that's the best. <laughs> well, I've had it before, and when I when I drink it, I was like, "This is really good." But I think I probably had like the soda version of it. I mean, like the one that saying. I drink, it just tastes like water. There's no flavor to it whatsoever. Uh, it just, the one I drank like tasted really sweet and good. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of like cotton candy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so aloe vera is one plant. Uh, another one is giaugulan. Giaugulan. This, these are uh, leaves that are used to make tea. Contains benefits similar to ginseng for brain function. Mm. Uh, also lavender, which has relaxing and stress-reducing properties, can be used in tea, baking, and aromatherapy. Yep. There's mint. Uh, Using mint in tea can help with digestion as well. It can also help with sore throats, fevers, and healing wounds. Mm -hmm. Bless you. Also, lemon balm. Uh, Lemon balm has relaxing properties that can also aid in digestion and help you sleep. It can be used in tea, syrups, and salads, and its leaves can be sprinkled on top of dishes. Uh, Moringa. Moringa, its leaves are rich in vitamins and minerals and help with inflammation. We're all inflamed. <laughs> I'm feeling inflamed. Uh, I need moringa. Oregano supports digestion as well. The leaves are perfect to add flavor in your cooking. Uh, rosemary helps relieve gas and bloating. And thyme has cold-relieving and digestive properties that can also be used in tea or sprinkled onto dishes, soups, and salads. All nine medicinal plants that can be grown indoors. See, I would love to grow all of I would love to have tons of plants inside. If I didn't have nine cats that would eat them all, yeah. I totally would. And there's so many plants that you, you would just never think would be dangerous to pets. And they are. I mean, there there are just so many plants that are toxic. Even right. dog, like our dog, we have yeah. house plants, and uh, I'm always like, we now have put them behind like a cagey thing, yeah, that she can't reach, but she goes over there almost yeah. every day and is like trying to scout something out. Yeah, because I mean, like poinsettias can, oh yeah, yeah, do serious harm. Yeah, we had to m- remove. Yeah, there were some uh, poinsettias. At my mother and father-in-law's house, and mm. that's where Gracie stayed when we went away on vacation. Yeah. 
So yeah, those had those to be out of there. moved. I said, you know, do you think she'll go for I'm like, yes, she goes. For, I don't know what it is. She always goes for plants, likes to nibble on mm-hmm. them. And that's why we can't have nice flowers in the house. That's right. Only outside. Or we can. We just have to put them up high where she can't get to them. Although that cat's like Spider-Man sometimes. Oh, my God. I'll tell but, you what. Oh, I have a cat that spends a lot of time atop the kitchen counters and I'm or the kitchen cabinets, and I don't know how she gets up there. I also like that video, that picture you shared that one time that your cat was like up on top of the, the, the cabinet. cabinet. Oh, up on top of the cabinets, yeah. Remember oh, yeah, it was like on top of the cabinet on top of the refrigerator? Yeah. And it was just this little teeny tiny eyeballs. When I had all nine cats in the kitchen because there yeah. was a bug, and yes. they were all looking at the bug. <laughs> That's a great picture. All right, coming up. <laughs> what is something you see people do every day that, while it may be everyday behavior, is super disrespectful? This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. It's even more annoying when people leave grocery carts in the middle of a parking lot, and yet they keep uh, doing it just to be jerks. I, uh, uh, yeah, I get, I understand the frustration of places that have shopping carts that you fill up that you take to your car, and then they don't have a place for them to go, and you have to return them back to the store, which could be a couple of hundred yards away from where your car is. To return the empty don't cart. most places have them though? No, Hobby Lobby does not. They don't. No. No. And the challenge with this is, is when I have like I have a daughter, I don't want right. to like leave her Kids. in the car and run it back to the thing, or I don't. Like if it's a, if you have a baby, yep, you're holding your baby in the thing and you're running it or back. You've got the car seat. That's the only time I will say. Except, except. Yeah, I can see both sides of that mm-hmm. because my other thought in support of that is. Well, I mean, I'm eliminating a job if I return it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they, there is a job. I don't think there is somebody that collects the ones that are randomly strewn about the the parking lot. At Hobby you know, Lobby, you're I talking don't, about. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I've never seen anybody out there. Maybe oh, they have, but I've right. never seen anybody out there collecting like random collector? carts. Yeah. Well, they can't collect carts because they're too busy checking people out because there's a million people in line at all times mm-hmm. in Hobby Lobby. There's but, a live, laugh, love sign that yeah. someone is trying to get out. Eat. But that was the <laughs> argument of a perfectly capable male who said, you know, he didn't put the cart away because he didn't want to take away the job of someone who gets right. paid to do it. What about this? If you see a mom with a child and she's unloading her groceries and she's done with her cart and you're going into the store, just say, I'm going to grab this for you. Which is, yes, that was nice. take that back Mm -hmm. for you. That would be Mm -hmm. really nice. That would be. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Here you go, buddy. Here's another one kind of along the same lines. Abandoning stuff in a store in the wrong place or shelf. Oh, I do too. I watch people do it. I watch people. They've got something that they're looking at and then they find something they want instead. So they take the thing that they want, but the thing they didn't want in the place. Well, especially when I see it, like a dozen eggs is in the dog food. And I'm like, why? You can't just take that back. Like a gallon of milk 
Over by the chips. If you're too lazy to return it where you got it, then mm-hmm. just hand it to the cashier at checkout. True. And say, I don't want this. Or on the other hand, am I taking a job away from somebody who gets paid to make sure these things are <laughs> yeah. taken care where of? supposed to be. I wonder. Uh, here's another one. This is so these are everyday things that people do that are considered super disrespectful. Uh, let's see. Parents who let their kids run amok in public spaces and don't do anything when a kid makes a nuisance of themselves. They excuse it as, oh, they're just a kid. Mm-hmm. I think the challenge for me on that would be what is considered the public space? Because sometimes it is fully acceptable for kids to run amok in public, depending on where you are. Yeah, like if you're at the McDonald's Playland. Well, yeah, of course, of course, right. of course. Uh, neighbors who don't respect the quiet hours, especially after midnight. Ugh. This is really funny. So the Verbo that we stayed at in Florida had a rule, but you know they have very strict noise ordinances on Anna Maria Island, Florida, as they do in a lot of places, a lot of touristy places. And they said uh, the best way, best rule of thumb is during the day, you should never be louder than a vacuum cleaner. At night, never louder than normal conversation. Hey. So between the hours of 7 a.m. and 10 p.m., <laughs> you are not to be louder than a vacuum cleaner. I like this. Or create any noise louder than a vacuum cleaner. And from 10 p.m. to 7 a.m., should be nothing louder than normal conversation. Huh. That's a great way. Because you tell somebody to be quiet. Well, my quiet is very different than your quiet. <laughs> it can be. But if, the, if you have, a like, a vacuum cleaner, that is clear. I like it. Um, what else? What else? What else? Drivers who just hang out in the left lane driving slowly. Well, we all know how I feel about that. Yeah, I'm noticing uh, cops like flashing their lights at people who do that and the signs that you see in the medians that say slower traffic, keep right mm-hmm. or keep right except mm-hmm. to pass. Uh, yet for whatever reason, people still do it. I don't know if they have some weird uh, driving phobia or issue where they feel like they have to be in the left lane but it, it almost feels more dangerous because of you know the backup and yeah the pe- mm-hmm. passing on the inside that that causes mm-hmm. i wish people were more aware of this on two lane roads like the yeah. norwood lateral or the ronald reagan or 74 but Fritch, my exit's coming up in three miles yeah yeah it just it just the amount of insanity i feel and i feel like the thing that makes me most worried about it is how unaware people are that they're doing it they just, I when you go by someone and they're just like, do, do, do. Well, my mm-hmm. driver's ed instructor just always had a basic rule of thumb. He says, everybody leapfrog to the left. Mm-hmm. He says, you always leapfrog to the left. You stay in the right, rightmost lane according to your speed. He goes, it's really simple. He says, people don't practice it, but it's the most simple thing in the world. And I actually saw it in practice on the freeways in France where everybody pretty much hangs out in the right lane. And if they want to go faster, they just leapfrog over on the left, and then they get back, and then they move. Everybody all the time. (laughs) You just then you then you you leapfrog. That's it. Four cars, and then you get in front. Right, but then the person that wants to get behind you, that's like Jen in this Rav Four, is going eighty-two. I want to go eighty-seven. 
I then you move out of the way and then I can go and everybody wins. Well, I get out of the way when there's somebody coming up behind me. <laughs> then you're fine. Yeah, All but right, Jen's so not wrong. Stay over there. Because even like my mother has said, like, the car's just moving too much. When I drive I'll get like car that, sick. Yes. she's like, it's just moving too much. Like, oh, weaving in and out like that. That's called driving. Yeah. Yeah, it's called being engaged. <laughs> well, I'm just not going to do it that way. <laughs> just going to pedal to the metal in the left lane. <laughs> Uh, let's see. What else? What else? People who park in designated spaces that do not pertain to them, like accessible spaces for people with disabilities or pregnant women, curbside pickup spots. I was Jones when I was pregnant and I got to park in the expecting mom spot. That was (laughs) solid. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I saw one. It's, it had a sign instead of saying for expectant mothers, it said, it just said expecting mothers. Oh, great. I'm expecting my mom to come out of the store here shortly. That's I'll right. Just wait right here. Uh, not flushing the It'll toilet. Be any minute. Okay, this is really funny. So I, w- I walked into, I forget where I was. I was in Chicago or someplace at an airport uh, in between flights. You know how you got to change planes, yeah. make a connection. And I used a public restroom and all the urinals were taken. So I'm like, that's okay. I'll just use one of the stalls i open up one of the stall doors and it looked like a murder scene mm-hmm. oh no so i just stepped away and as i'm stepping away a guy comes walking in he sees me stepping away from the stall he goes to that stall looks in there and uh-huh. then looks at me and thinks i did it yeah <gasps> See, why didn't you give him a heads up as he started head in like, i should well i didn't know he was gonna hit that i should have yeah. said something i'm like yeah. i just it wasn't me it wasn't me i just discovered it oh even if it was like i would leave it like right. that Sure. You think women do that, Jen? Like, do you normally, if you go into the restroom and it's foul, you're like, don't go in that one. Oh, yeah. It's bad. Oh, yeah. And I, I feel you know, like we, that's mm-hmm. girl We take care of each other. Yeah. And we also do, there's no toilet paper in there. Yep. We will do that. Or there's no paper towels. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also find that women are the ones that also report those issues more Correct. to staff. To the powers that be to yep. let them know. How about people who don't clean up after themselves in a communal space, like a break room, a park, or a fitting room, or even a radio studio? I was going to say the same thing. Wow, how did that get in there? Correct. (laughs) Well, I'm always, you know, I always, like, if I, which I so rarely do because I hate the whole process of going into a, a, trying things on a dressing room. I just, ugh, what a pain in the butt. But I always get torn on whether I should return all of the clothes to where they were or if I leave them in the room because that's somebody's job, too, is to return all of the clothes to their proper place. That's funny. Most of the places I go to, they're pretty proactive at saying, can I take that for you? Are you yes. going to buy that? Yes. No. All right. Then I'll take that for you. Yeah, but Great, like, at Forks, like at Target, they don't always have someone working the um, yeah, try-on area, the whatever mm-hmm. it's called, the dressing room. Right. They don't always have someone there. So it feels to me like they have an area there at the front where you're supposed to put the stuff. Because, they have like a return rack. Yeah, but something. I wouldn't want people putting it back because it could be in the wrong spot. You're not going to fold it the same way. Mm-hmm. Right. That's my mental yeah. process on that. So that's why I just hang it up on the thingy. Yeah. Uh, and finally, 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 people who just stop walking in the middle of a busy place, like an airport. Oh, Can I you... almost plowed over somebody the ah. other day. Um, she just cold stopped right in the middle of the aisle in front of me, and I'm just like, I'm I'm that person. I'm going to get busted sometime by somebody because my face says it all. Oh, yeah. I'll be standing beside, behind somebody, and I'll be like... 
rolling my eyes. I think I've taught you the eye roll well. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Fun time of year for Tech Geeks. The annual Consumer Electronics Show in Vegas starts today. Oh, cool. Yeah, it runs through Friday. And, of course, the media uh, gets a little sneak preview. They get to go in a day or two early, look at some of the new gadgets. Uh, yesterday, I think I told you about the new voice-activated bidet that Jen wants to buy for herself. Yes, please. It works with Alexa. <laughs> Will that work well with her squatty potty, or is that a different? I think yeah. they can work hand-in-hand. Hand. Oh, have yeah. you been using the Squatty Putty at all? Oh, you know, it's there. And Have you I'm, noticed? And I'm, I'm waiting. You'll know when I use it because I will take, I'm going <laughs> to take a picture. Right through here. I'm going to tell you a picture and I'm going to share it with everyone. <laughs> the next time, the next day she takes off because of plumbing problems, then we're going to know. Okay, well, well, she's obviously not using the Squatty Potty that I got her. For the benefit of people that didn't know, Jeff didn't only get you one, but he got you two, two Squatty Potties. Yeah. For your Christmas present. Well, yeah, because she's got two sets of washer dryers and, you know. I, like, she's, I just tend to like to have things in pairs. She's got to double down it's on stuff. One so. for each wing of the house. Yeah. So. I noticed a difference when I had mine. Why I got did lost you give in it the up moved, then? I think. I got lost in the move. But your knees are up and it. I thought at the very happens. least, you know, Jacob might appreciate having he one. Might. Yeah. He might. Again, these were gifts that you could share with your whole family. I, I, I so appreciate it. <laughs> so it's, Wait, honest. Is it still in your car? Is it? Have you even no. unloaded it? No, it's not in the car anymore. <laughs> she said that Jacob <laughs> might enjoy it. I'm thinking, yeah, exactly. It's in the garage. Yep. I, Shut up, Is it Tim. at your mom's house? Like, where <laughs> is it? Because I know you and I work the same it. way. That's Shut why up. I know. That's it's good. on its way. That's why I know. Jen's like, I think that got lost in the move. Wait, when did you? You never moved. I moved from the car to the garage and then the garage to the house. Yeah, and it somehow exactly. got lost in the move. I, please, yeah. please open those, okay? Uh, I Do will. us all a fave okay. for the benefit of the show. Yes, I will. And your colon. Yes. Uh, let's see. What else besides the voice-activated bidet do we have here? Oh, look at this. LG has a new see-through TV. Now, why would you want a see-through TV? It's called the OLED T. The T stands for transparent. When it's off, you can see right through it. They claim that getting rid of that big black rectangle makes the whole room feel bigger. Oh. Oh, so it looks like, so you can see through it to, like, the other when side. When it's off. Oh, okay. Yes. Like when the other off. side of the wall or whatever. Oh. Like oh. some people, you know how they put them, like, above the mantle on the fireplace in uh, some of those high-end oh, homes, okay. I guess. So when it's off. Then, That's weird, though. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, what else? A brand called Sevy, S-E-V-V-Y, Sevy, has a new oven that is supposedly as fast as a microwave. What? They claim it doesn't give chicken and other meats that rubbery texture like a microwave does. Okay. Mm -hmm. You can also bake in it and supposedly make a cake in under four minutes. So that's another one. That's Just set it and forget it. 
<laughs> exactly. Who well, doesn't want don't, a cake in Don't four forget minutes? it because it's going to be ready in four minutes. So. I don't know. <laughs> These are, again, some of the weirder gadgets coming out of the consumer electronics show. I mean, this could revolutionize. You could cut down on your cooking time. If I mean, that's the goal, right, is if it saves you time and gives you the same quality mm-hmm. that you're looking for. Right. That's a win, that's right? That's trick. My mother is a huge believer in the air fryer. Oh, yeah. We got one for Christmas, too. It's a dual. So it's got, like, a basket on this side and a basket on this side. Uh-huh. And Scott is just in all of his glory. Yeah. Frying up um, chicken nuggets, cheese curds. Cheese curds. Yes. They huh. have these. I got them at Kroger. They, I got targeted at Kroger, of course, because I have Boost. And so it'll say, suggested for you. And it was like, Budweiser beer battered cheese curd. Yep. Add a cart. <laughs> Forget it. They were so good, too. I am not going to, like, I am all in on it. Uh, all right. Back to electronics. Two brothers from Switzerland came up with a new cat door called the Flappy. This cat door prevents cats from bringing dead mice inside. <laughs> okay. so Now it's outfitted with AI. Uh, the AI can detect a dead animal in your cat's mouth. And not Ugh. let them in until they drop, drop it, drop, drop it. I woke up in the morning and saw a decaptivated mouse in front of my door. And while eating breakfast, I kind of noticed that, hey, I can do something about it. We can create a product which we saw that no one has done before. And we can like help people solve this problem. So whenever your cat comes uh, back inside, we check its face. And we automatically see whether it carries prey or like wants to bring you a gift, um, which then triggers Flappy or our cat door to lock its door and prevent your cat from coming back inside. There you go. That is Oscar Whittler, one of the co-founders of Flappy, talking about the new product. CES kicks off today and runs through Friday. I have a cat situation. So, you know, I have nine. You can just stop right there. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh-huh. <laughs> that is your cat situation. This is my cat situation. That's my primary cat situation. Here is my secondary Tell cat me more. <laughs> As a result of having nine All right. Cats. So my, my sweet little Maybelline, who has some emotional issues, is a little bit chubby. And she is having issues with both her back knees. And we have got to consult a surgeon at this point. Oh. Because she might have to have some surgery on Knee her surgery? on both her back knees. Oh. Now <laughs> how do you put one cat on a diet when there are nine cats in the house? This is the quandary. Did you so one of the suggestions that was made to me? is they have feeding bowls for cats where you put a collar on the cat that has a sensor on it and there's a lid on the bowl. And so when the cat walks up to their bowl, their lid opens and they can eat their food. Yeah, that's from the makers of Flappy. It probably is the makers of Flappy. That's what <laughs> made me think about it. So every, so that means I would need eight bowls with eight collars for the eight cats that don't need to lose weight. Right. That way, Maybelline, I have control over uh, 
what she eats when. So she can't grab because the dry food is out all the time. And that's she what could she's just go eating. eat what she wants. Right. So she um. would not be able to, you know, she would get fed a couple of times a day and that's the only food that she would get. And everybody else is running around in these collars with these specialty bowls. Does your mom have any cats at her house? She has three. Oh, man. I was yeah. going to say, just Move ship her, her next door. Yeah. Until she can lose some weight. But then she'd still be coming back to my house where it's a feeding frenzy all the time. Get her now, how much do one of those <laughs> gadgets cost? I have no idea. Just curious. I, am, I have no idea. I am not going to put collars on eight of my cats. And then, because there's two different kinds of dry food. So, how would I do that exactly? You know, well, that would be that would be 16 bowls of dry food all over the and if any of your cats, I mean, be, you know, you have all this technology oh. that's intended to work as it's intended, yeah. and then you just got one of those cats that's an a-hole, and once the lid is up on his next-door neighbors, in. he's right. like, get out of the way, idiot. Pretty much. That's what yeah. Joe used to do. Yeah, I'm Gracie sure that would happen. And, I, you know, it just so. They're like, Joe, you have your own bowl. And he'll look up at me. That's not the point. <laughs> exactly. But, Dad, I want to eat hers. Yeah. Exactly. I'm trying to show her who runs this place. Oh, <laughs> I don't know how you're going to do that. Yeah. That is a quandary. So I was like, so can if we she get just the, stay fat? Yeah, that's exactly what I asked. So if we get the knees fixed, yeah, she won't she be still in be pain fat? anymore. And then she could just be fat, right? <laughs> Solution. And the vet was like, no. Get her one of those little ass chariot things that... They have put dogs. Oh, the wheels, like, like with the, the wheels little on wheels. Where Hard the, to the... jump up with that on. Yeah. Who's the uh, Dr. Tim Kremchek of uh, animals? Of animals. Yeah. <laughs> I think I found a guy. I think I got think a guy. You found oh, someone. Yeah. yeah. He's a friend of a friend. Okay. That does a lot of that kind of surgery. So. Well, keep us posted. I really no. Poor Maybelline. Oh, I know. I feel so awful for her. She's so sweet and misunderstood. <laughs> same <laughs> coming up your shot at one thousand dollars another round of the 1k letter of the day this is the jeff and jen morning show on q102 Hi, Wendy. How are you? I am terrific. How are you guys? Well, we're just terrific as well. It's a it's a terrific Tuesday here on the show. Yep. (laughs) We're all distracted because they keep showing uh, video footage his underwear of Jeremy Allen White in his underwear because he's the new model for Calvin Klein and he is just he's ripped. Do you know who that is, Wendy? Who is it again? I didn't hear it. I knew you did. Did you ever, did you watch Shameless? No. No. Do you watch Bear? The Bear. The Bear? No. 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 Yeah. All right. Well, I'll educate you yeah, after you play this we'll game. Put her you, on we'll, hold. We'll send you a picture. They're <laughs> referring to a TV show that's on in the studio while we're talking to you. The mm-hmm. girls are looking at the Today Show, which was, they were calling pictures. attention to the Today Show. Yeah, the new Calvin Klein. Okay, well, you show. guys stay distracted, and when I only get eight letters, you'll think I got ten. That'd I know. I'm, I apologize. I'm sorry. It's an underwear campaign. Uh, no, yeah. We were okay. very distracted. Yeah. Okay. Can't help it. Back to the show. Uh, we have a letter of the alphabet in this envelope here for you, Wendy, and inside Is a it letter. could mean a $1,000 yep. of found money for you. Mm-hmm. Nice. And you might actually like the letter I'm about to give you. It could happen. Yep. It does sometimes. Uh, 
I'm going to like it. It's going to be good, and we're going to do this. All right. All right. You got the letter T. Oh, that is a good one. As in T-backs. As in T-backs. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry, what? Okay. Yeah, as in thong. Nice. Or T-back, you know, whatever you prefer. Yeah, we used to call them T-backs because, you know, it looked like a T. All right, so 30 seconds. Do not repeat any of your answers. The key to winning is to pass quickly. Are you ready? I am ready. All right, here we go. 30 seconds of the clock. With the letter T, name something you ask your parents for. Papa. Something you slice. Tamarack. Something frozen. Totino's pizza roll. A car. A Toyota. A city. Um, Troy, Ohio. A pizza topping. Um, pear. An animal. Um, pear. A name. Tony. Something you paint. Oh, oh, I'm my sorry. Gosh. You really could have done that, too. Tiger could have been an Turkey. animal. Tiger, yeah. Tes- I know. Why did I blank yes. out? Tesla would have been tomatoes. Or yeah. Taurus. You got Toyota. Tomatoes, yeah. 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 Well, that's all right. A Troy, I'm Ohio. getting better. Yep, We're going to do six. this one time or another. It'll happen. One It'll time happen. or another. Sooner or later. No. It's a matter of time. You weren't watching the Today Show when you were doing that, were you? <laughs> yeah, you weren't looking at a guy in his underwear. <laughs> no, no, yeah. but I think I kept thinking. The last time I played, we were talking about you just say words that you might not want to say. And I think my word was P, and I think I said the penis word. Sure. Mm-hmm. And so T, I kept going, if if testicles comes up, I'm going to say it. I think I kept getting, <laughs> I think I kept getting, like, distracted, like, just say whatever it is. <laughs> Something frozen, funny. testicles. Something you slice. Testicles. <laughs> a pizza, pizza topping. topping. <laughs> topping. <laughs> I think we had a second date update when that actually was true. Oh, yeah. Oh. It was called pizza bleep. What do they call them? Uh, mountain oysters? Oh, yeah. Like Rocky that. Mountain Oysters. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are bull testicles, right? Fried? Yep. Yeesh. That's wow. what she meant. <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. That's what I was talking about. What do you call them again? Bull testicles? Mountain oysters. Mountain oysters. Yeah, yeah mountain yeah, oysters. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you, Wendy, for the education. No problem. Have a great day, guys. Great talking yeah. to you. You too. Uh-huh. Yeah. Bye-bye. I know. And I always think to myself, like, will she ever call back again after that? Yes. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. They want the $1,000. When great. I talk to her they off air. That, 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 I sometimes <laughs> marvel at when they do call back. Yeah. Like, wow. Well, they, she, they'll put okay. up with a lot of our crap for a thousand dollars. Yeah, I guess so. That's good. <laughs> she I said suppose. the last time she played because I, I, you know, I talked to them off air before you get to them. She was like, "Oh yeah, I played last time. It was you guys had just eaten the fruit cake." <laughs> oh, that <laughs> like was Wendy. just a few weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. Right. By the way, a lot of employers require some sort of college degree. Mm-hmm. But with that in mind. Are schools really preparing students to enter the workforce? Here's why I ask. They talk to 800 different managers and executives who are directly involved in hiring people, right? 
Mm-hmm. And 38 employers, I'm sorry, 38% of those employers uh-huh. avoid hiring recent college graduates. They're going for older employees now. Really? And yes. why? What do we know why? Because the Gen Zers they're getting who are applying for the jobs aren't adequately prepared. Okay. In fact, one out of five employers, one out of five, remember, they talked to 800. Okay. And one out of five of them had a recent college graduate bring a parent <laughs> to a job interview. What? For what reason? This is my son, Trevor. He <laughs> makes his bed every morning. Let me, t- let me tell you what he does well. Why? And Gen Z is what age? I know. I never can keep it all straight. It's after millennials. So, so like, is, is that? Okay. So Gen Z is anywhere between 11 to 26. Okay. So maybe some of that is overprotective parents, pushing their way into the situation but either way i'd be more graduates yeah i mean that's that's a stumble in the eyes of the potential employer that's incredible though one in five are taking their parents yeah Yeah. and then the other issue 53 percent of those employers again they talked to 800 53 percent of them reported uh, that the recent college, <clears throat> excuse me, guys, I'm sorry. Do you need a okay. lozenge? No, I really don't. I'm okay. Water. I think it's just uh, morning allergies. Okay. 53% of employers reported that recent college graduates struggled with eye contact during the interviews. Others asked for compensation that was just so out of whack and unreasonable mm-hmm. for the job. Mm-hmm. Uh, they may not have dressed appropriately for the job interview mm-hmm. or used inappropriate language yeah the job interview like sometimes you know once you get the job and you assess and you read the room and you get you understand the overall culture then right you know maybe the occasional salty word or two is accepted right but <laughs> on the job interview yeah, when you don't know them it's not 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 wise Uh, And then 63% of the employers who have interviewed recent college graduates uh, say they're moving away from recent college graduates and looking more at older employees because uh, the college grads have been coming off as entitled more and more. Mm. Uh, They also get offended easily, lack professionalism, do not respond well to feedback, lack work ethic and motivation, and uh, unfortunately, costs too much to train. So they're more inclined to hire someone who is older and has more experience. So is this, are all of these happening because of poor parenting skills? Or is there a lot more to it? Are we as a society creating this? Or is this natural evolution I mean, our, well, some our, would argue that this is the direct result of helicopter parenting that we've seen for years and participation trophies right. and the like. Yeah, there are a lot of people folks who that would, argue would that. say that. But do Probably you a think a little bit of everything kind of shifts in society, more, 
helicopter parenting. I mean, the probably fact, all of it. The fact that you would even take your parent on a job interview, though, the fact that that the would even that the, come into your head. Well, the fact is that a, the parent would be willing to go. Right. All of those things. <laughs> but like, I mean, hey. I know plenty of people between the ages of 11 and 26 that cannot make eye contact. That they'd struggle with conversation skills. Well, there's a lot of different possible yes. explanations for that. Very much so. But I, but also as a parent, I feel like I try to have my young daughter engage in conversation with adults and with, like, for example, when we go out to eat, I'll I have her order her own food and we practice manners. And I'll say, please. And communication and skills. And communication. Like, I'll say, please tell Jen what you would like to drink. And she'll be like, may I have a lemonade, please? And then I have her order her food as well. Can I, That's may great. I have blah, 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 please? Because mm-hmm. I, like I don't want her to struggle with that part of communicating. life. Communicating. Yeah. Addressing people, I, communicating, right. looking people in the eye. Yeah. That's good. I, I like had, that. I had a high school teacher tell uh, our class, and it wasn't even a class about going to college or getting a job, it was just that teacher who, you know, shared life stuff and he had said hey you're gonna get your first job and i want you to consider your first job whatever it is whatever whether you went to college or not that first job that first year is your master's program that's your think of it as schooling because mm. you're learning how to deal with co-workers hr work ethic all of these things yeah group settings and, and at the time i was like oh, okay i'm kind of makes sense sure whatever you know i'm 16 but then you actually go through that, and you're like, oh, yeah, that actually I learned kind more of, there. That is what sort of happened. So here's my question. Is this an opportunity for older adults who thought they had outlived their usefulness in the workplace? To dive back in. Felt, oh, yeah. uh, felt discarded for younger, you know, younger, less expensive hires, I guess. Maybe mm-hmm. this is an opportunity for them to get back in the workplace. What was that movie that Robert De Niro did with oh, who's that, that that actress? I can't think of her name. Uh, she was uh, the she was a Disney princess with Julie Andrews. What's that? What's Judith that Light. actress? Oh, no, Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. So yeah. Anne Hathaway and Robert De Niro did the a intern. The intern and Robert De Niro was the intern. Yeah. Oh, I remember. And that. he and he. So he goes. I didn't see the movie, but I got the premise from watching the trailers. Is he? You know, he he shows up as a guy who needs to work. He uh-huh. needs he needs a job. He needs a purpose. Uh-huh. He needs something to do in life. And so he goes to work for this company. And I guess Anne Hathaway is his boss or something. Or I haven't seen. You know, it's either. a company that's uh-huh. run by young people. Yeah. And it's just an interesting little study how the, the wisdom he brings to the table. You know, he's trying to learn all of this new technology, uh-huh. but he also brings a certain set of skills himself, yeah. and that's what makes it interesting. I have a place that I frequent that is, like, run by young people, and they have a couple elderly men working there, I would say well into their 70s, and they move a little slow, and the line can back up very quickly, and it takes them a while to to check you out. But it's lovely because everyone is so incredibly patient. I haven't That's seen great. anybody getting frustrated no. or annoyed by any of it. It's pretty charming. And even the young people that are back there working beside them, if they are getting frustrated, you would 
never know. Because you can see, like, they're trying to move around really fast. And these gentlemen are standing right in the right in their way, or you know they're taking a really long time with one of the pieces of equipment, and they're just all being very, very patient and kind. And it's just it's really it's neat to see, and it's uh, it gives me hope for humanity. Oh yeah, Good. when right. I'm actually yeah. in a place where people are being patient and kind and understanding. And one like out of that. five brought their parents, so that means there are four. <laughs> right, that did that did not. I would. I don't know what I would do if I was do, doing the interview and somebody showed up with their mom. Yeah, I always love it when a student reaches out to one of us and asks to job shadow for a day. Like, hey, can I come in and interview you, or uh-huh. can I can I kind of see what you do? And I I love the initiative, especially if they're they're working on a project. Um, and and they show any kind of like passion or interest in the job. That's that's to me. That's proactive, mm-hmm. and it's rare. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. And then sometimes they'll come in and be like, "Oh God, you're way overqualified for this." <laughs> you don't want to. Talk. <laughs> this is not for you. Tell me, let me save you from making the biggest. No, that's not true. I had a professor tell me not to do this. Really, I, a radio guy who'd been in radio his entire life. He told me, he, he said no. <laughs> like, Why did he say that? He thought I would be bored. He would get bored. That I would get bored. <laughs> are you? <laughs> well, no offense to any other job out there, but I'm pretty sure there are people that take other jobs that also get bored at their job yeah. sometimes. You do anything <laughs> yeah. long right. enough, you're going to have times when you're bored. Well, and I, I would say he was wrong because you've found creative outlets to express that you know like you you have found ways to entertain yourself in this job it provides you with creative outlets Mm -hmm. clearly you have the gift of gab (laughs) and i feel like if you if you did get bored you would have moved on to something else yeah and when you are bored Mm -hmm. it's nobody's fault but my own she gets another cat (laughs) <laughs> no, I was going to say I need another dog. Changes hobbies. I was going to say when Jen gets bored, she finds other things to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whether it's starting a card business with Jacob, yeah. Or going yeah. traveling, going on the road with the new kids on the block. I yeah. mean, you're pretty good at yeah, entertaining yourself. Yeah. I've been writing more, which I love and enjoy. That's helpful. Yeah. So, yeah. Dr. Parcells. Did you ever reach back out to him? You should reach back I, I, out to him. I, I don't think he's with us anymore. He was in his 60s then. Um, I, listen, I get so giddy and excited when my American Studies teacher will like something that I post <laughs> on Facebook. Yeah. Because it, it tells me that he is still with us. Yeah. And, uh, it, you know, he was my favorite teacher of all time. So yeah, yeah. I, I just, like, anytime we share a success or something with, that's related to the yeah. show... Or something fun that we do on social media. It's nice getting that acknowledgement from him. Like, hey, you turned out okay. I'm glad you're happy. I'm glad you're doing well. My job is done here. Yeah. I get pretty tickled. I The professor that ran the radio station, the first radio station that I worked at, at Eastern Illinois University at WEIU 88.9 FM. Uh, he's on Facebook, and he's still around. And he will pop in and say hi every once in a while. And that I get pretty tickled at that, too. That's great. All right, quick break coming up. 
Uh, classic second date update. You might have missed the first time around, but it would be new to you. Also, America's oddest laws. Yeah, these are some of the weirdest laws on the books around the United States. And this topic often pops up because a lot of new laws that have been, uh, you know, written by state legislatures around the country go into effect in January. And it sometimes forces us to look at laws that are already on the books that maybe need to be reconsidered. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Hamilton. Hi, Katie. How are you? What's up, Katie? Hi. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited to really deepen our friendship. (laughs) Well, we're excited, too. We're about it's been to... a little one-sided until now, but now I feel like we're really making progress. It's going to feel a little more like a two-way though. street. Yes. <laughs> uh, Give and take. Yeah, so I love Katie's way with words, and uh, why not? She's the Director of Marketing and Communication for the Miami University College of Engineering oh, and Computing cool. in Oxford. Wow. The smart That's people. Correct. They're so smart. They're amazing. She's yeah. also a singer-songwriter. Always working on new songs. She's recorded some of her songs. That's very cool. That is cool. Yeah, there's a there's a local music studio that I work with in Hamilton, Third Street Music, and they've just been a wonderful community. So they've encouraged me, and I've recorded a couple times, and I'm planning my newest session um, soon. Cool. That's very exciting. What I found really interesting, you know, despite what you do now, uh, you've been working in marketing and advertising for about 15 years now. You took a little career detour there for a couple of years and explore the idea of doing what? You know, it was my kids were pretty young and I was realizing that I wanted to make a shift. So I wanted to explore chaplaincy. So hospital chaplaincy, it's kind of when you go in and you're not uh, I'm not I don't have a particular religion myself, but I'm just very curious about spirituality and how people use it. So it's where you go with people when they're going through pretty hard times in the hospital um, and you just uh, listen to them mostly, primarily listening and just letting them express what's going on and just providing that non-judgmental presence as they process what's happening to them. So I went and got a master's degree in theology and then I did a residency at Cincinnati Children's, which was uh, incredible and also very difficult. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. So just so much, so much love and respect to everybody that works there. It's just incredible what they do every single day. And am I reading this right? In some cases, you would work 24-hour shifts in oh. the emergency room? That is true. That is a thousand percent true. I mean, you sleep. If there's nothing going on, they have a place where you can sleep. But there was often things going on. So it was absolutely intense. Uh, and you're the only that. chaplain there. So yeah. you're the person that they call every single time. But you described it as such an amazing, heartbreaking, life-altering experience that, you know, as, as rewarding as that was, in the end, you realized it wasn't right for you. That's right. I think it's a calling. I think mm-hmm. if you're called to do it and it fuels you, then that's really the type of person that you need to have in that role so that everybody is being fulfilled by the experience. And for yeah. me, because I wasn't in that space, it was uh, it just wasn't the right fit. But there are so many staff chaplains that go in every single day, and they are just the most beautiful people. 
Wow. And, and what an experience. What an education. Yeah, no too. kidding. Oh, yeah. That's great. Definitely. Uh, originally from the San Francisco Bay Area, do you ever miss it? I do, of course. I have my whole family there, and it's a gorgeous place. But I've really enjoyed my time in Ohio. I've been here about three years. And I tell people that, you know, in the Bay Area, people kind of insinuate that it's the only beautiful place in the world, and that's why it's so expensive. (laughs) But in fact, there are other beautiful places, and this is one of them. I think there's so much green. There's uh, just the trees, the forests, the parks, everything about it. I The sky, it's gorgeous. That's great. You know, Katie is a relatively new fan. She only discovered the show within the past 12 months. Uh, your coworker, Abby, introduced you to us, huh? That's right. And uh, Abby has been cheering me on because I told her that I applied for this. And so she's been sending me messages like, it's happening. So <laughs> shout out to Abby because... I wouldn't have even known. She was like, have you heard Second Date Update? And I'm just like, what is that? And so that's how I got started listening to it. That's funny. One one of the uh, questions that she had, you know, as a newcomer, we forget that there are people who are new to the area that mm-hmm. have never heard us, so they don't know the story, all of our stories. And she brought up Fritch uh, because Fritch's name is so unusual. Uh, and she said, at first from listening, I thought you all were calling her Fridge. You're not the only one. <laughs> I get a lot of Frenchy too. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, well, I thought maybe because she's like ice cold. Yeah. No. I thought maybe that could be why. Yeah. So the story was when she became our producer on the show. Obviously, Fritch's name is Jennifer Fritch. Fritch is her last name. We call her Fritch because it would have been like Jen and Jen and Jeff or that Jeff and Jen weird. and Jen yeah. and, or Jeff and the two Jens. So t- right. to differentiate that that's. What that's the explanation behind yeah. Fritch. Also, when we when I started working here a million years ago, we had six Jennifers just <sighs> on the radio side of things. So everybody had like a different name. Like we had Petunas, we had Jenny B, we had Jen. We and then it was like, well, I guess I'll just everybody called me Fritch because of my last name. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. yeah. 27 Jennifers. Oh, my gosh. That's a lot of Jennifers. That's a lot of Jennifers. We still have have four that I can name offhand. Yeah. Myself, Jen, Jen Smith, and Jen Petunas. Yeah. Yeah. Well, still with us. Things simple. So there you go. Well, we're happy to have you in the club. You know, we we need a little new blood. She she made her case, guys. Even though I'm a new fan, I think it'd be a good idea to include me in the Best Friends Club because sometimes you need to shake things up with some fresh blood, you know? Yeah. Uh, Also, I don't think I should be penalized for not following anyone on social media because I don't follow anyone on social media. But that doesn't mean we're not best friends. Uh, (laughs) I think I would make for a good best friend because I'm a great listener, give great advice, and I also refrain from giving great advice when it's not the right time for it. That's a skill she learned as a chaplain, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's right. And if you'll notice, I haven't given you any advice the entire time we've been talking. Oh, that's very kind. <laughs> Even you... though in your yeah. mind, you have plenty for each and every one of us, don't you? <laughs> you know, it's just not maybe later on as 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 this friendship develops, I'm yeah. sure there'll be the right time. All right. <laughs> Next time we're up in Oxford, we'll meet up for our little bagel and deli, okay? Oh, yeah, for sure. That'd be awesome. And if you would like to become a best friend... Part of our Best Friends Club, get online at WKRQ.com. It's a little online application. Fill it out. Tell us a little bit about yourself. And, uh, you know, it would be fun getting to know you. It would be. We would enjoy that thoroughly. Right. So take your time with the application. Give us some good stuff to play with. 
Uh, speaking of fun stuff to play with, another second date mm-hmm. update is straight in. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.